Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, March 17th. U.S. equities ended the day lower as pressures returned to the banking sector. Despite the downturn, the S&P 500 and Nasdaq posted solid weekly gains, even while contending with the volatility over the past week and a half. Treasury yields moved lower and the U.S. dollar declined, while crude oil prices continued to tumble and gold rallied. Other equity news was light, but FedEx posted quarterly earnings results that beat the street and offered an upbeat outlook. Economic news was on the somber side, as the February leading economic index fell for an 11th straight month, consumer sentiment for this month surprised to the downside, and industrial production came in flat. Asian stocks finished with gains across the board, while markets in Europe fell as stress surrounding the turbulence in the banking sector persisted. The Dow Jones Industrial Average decreased 385 points, or 1.2%, to 31,862. The S&P 500 Index fell 44 points, or 1.1%, to 3,917. And the Nasdaq Composite went down 87 points, or 0.7%, to 11,631. In heavy volume, 8.8 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 7.5 billion shares changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil lost $1.61 to $66.74 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price climbed $58.70 to $1,981.70 per ounce, and the dollar index went down 0.5% to 103.90. Markets ended mixed for the week as the Dow Jones Industrial Average nudged 0.2% lower, while the S&P 500 gained 1.4% and the Nasdaq Composite advanced 4.4%. In equity news on Friday, the banking sector remained in focus in the wake of yesterday's report that some of the nation's largest banks have agreed upon a plan to deposit as much as $30 billion in an attempt, supported by the U.S. government, to stabilize First Republic Bank, ticker symbol FRC. The deal comes after Bloomberg reported that the struggling bank may be exploring strategic options that include a sale and weighing options for shoring up its liquidity. The company acknowledged the support from the consortium after updating its financial position late Thursday. The turmoil has fostered severe volatility in the markets and fueled concerns about contagion in the financial markets. Meanwhile, the Treasury Department the Fed and Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, or FDIC, have enacted several measures to contain the issue. The turbulence originated in the U.S. banking sector after the failures of SVB Financial Group, ticker symbol SIVB, and crypto-related Silvergate Capital Corporation, ticker symbol SI, and the closure of Signature Bank, ticker symbol SBNY, in the past week. The anxiety made its way across the pond as Credit Suisse Group AG's, ticker symbol CS, top shareholder, the Saudi National Bank, said it will not provide more capital assistance. However, the lender announced that it will borrow $54 billion from the Swiss National Bank. For a look at what our experts think about the recent stock market drop, read our latest article titled Bank Worries Strike Again, 
as well as Schwab's chief fixed income strategist Kathy Jones' latest article titled Bank Turmoil, What Does It Mean for Fed Policy? Kathy notes that the situation may relieve some pressure on the Federal Reserve, possibly leading to a pause or slowing in its current rate hike cycle. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. In other equity news, FedEx Corporation, ticker symbol FDX, reported adjusted fiscal third quarter earnings per share of $3.41, above the $2.71 fact set estimate, as revenues fell 5.9% year-over-year to $22.2 billion, versus the street's forecast of $22.7 billion. The package delivery and logistics company cited success in its cost-cutting measures, offset continued weakness in demand. FedEx reiterated its plans to make cost reductions of more than $4 billion by the end of fiscal year 2025. As such, it upped its full-year 2023 earnings per share guidance to a range of $14.40 and $15.20 compared to the street's forecast of $13.56. Shares were sharply higher. Schwab's chief investment strategist Lizanne Saunders notes in her latest article titled Caveat emptor, important market shifts underway, how given the topsy-turvy nature of the market thus far in 2023, it remains crucial for investors to know what they are buying, especially as it relates to growth, value, and quality. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Read all our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Friday, the Federal Reserve's industrial production came in flat month-over-month in February, compared to estimates of a 0.2% gain and versus January's positively revised 0.3% reading. Manufacturing output rose, offset by a decline in mining and utilities production. Capacity utilization remained at the prior month's downwardly revised rate of 78%, versus estimates of a slight increase to 78.4%. Capacity utilization is 1.6 percentage points below its long-run average. The Conference Board's Leading Economic Index, or LEI, for February fell 0.3% month-over-month, matching the Bloomberg Consensus Estimate and January's unrevised decline. The index recorded its 11th consecutive monthly loss as ISM new orders, consumer expectations, the yield curve, jobless claims, and credit conditions were the negative contributors, more than offsetting positive contributions from building permits and stock prices. The preliminary University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index for March showed that sentiment surprisingly decreased falling to 63.4 from February's final reading of 67, where it was expected to remain. A solid decline in the current conditions portion of the index joined a slight decrease in the expectations component of the report. The one-year inflation forecast fell to 3.8% from 4.1% in February, and the 5-10-year inflation outlook nudged lower to 2.8%, from the prior month's 2.9% rate. Treasury rates remained under pressure as the yield on the two-year note dropped 31 basis points to 3.82%, 
The yield on the 10-year note declined to 16 basis points to 3.41%, and the 30-year bond rate decreased 9 basis points to 3.62%. Bond yields have been under pressure as the markets wrestle with uncertainty regarding if the Fed may change its tightening campaign a bit sooner than expected in the wake of the recent turbulence in the banking sector. Schwab's Kathy Jones notes in her article titled, How to Prepare for a Landing, how a soft landing with declining inflation but positive growth would be ideal. However, she points out that turbulence appears likely. Kathy offers insight on how to handle it. Next week's economic calendar will be a bit lighter than this week. However, its magnitude is of importance as the headlining event will likely be the Federal Open Market Committee's, or FOMC, monetary policy decision set for Wednesday, March 22nd. With the turmoil in the banking sector over the past week, the notion has been floated that the FOMC could possibly pause its rate hike campaign, but expectations are for a 25 basis point rate hike. Economic projections and the Fed's dots plot, a gauge of committee members' forecasts of future rate actions that will be released with the central bank's announcement are also likely to garner heightened scrutiny. More housing data is on tap via the existing home sales and new home sales reports, as well as the weekly read on MBA mortgage applications. Other reports slated for release include the Kansas City Fed Manufacturing Index, initial jobless claims for the week ended March 18th, and preliminary reads on durable goods orders, as well as March manufacturing and services activity from S&P Global. In international news on Friday, stocks in Europe were lower, erasing most of yesterday's rebound as the disorder in the banking sector continued. The moves came despite the disclosure of an aid package for First Republic Bank, which followed Credit Suisse's announcement that it would be able to borrow up to $54 billion from the Swiss National Bank after its largest shareholder said it will not provide further capital assistance. The banking sector has come under pressure recently and has caused some investors to speculate that the Fed may pause its aggressive rate hike campaign next week. However, on Thursday, the European Central Bank moved forward with a 50 basis point increase, noting that, quote, inflation is projected to remain too high for too long, end quote, but adding that it is monitoring current market tensions closely and stands ready to respond as necessary to provide price and financial stability. Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop CFA, discusses in his latest article titled Waves of Inflation, how although inflation may be receding, intermittent waves of price increases may cause investor uncertainty about the direction of economic growth and a central bank's policy response. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. In light economic news in the region, Eurozone CPI remained at the preliminary estimate of an 8.5% increase year-over-year, year, matching estimates. The euro and the British pound were higher versus the US dollar, while bond yields in the Eurozone and in the UK fell. The UK FTSE 100 index was down 0.9%, France's CAC 40 index fell 1.4%, Germany's DAX index lost 1.3%, Italy's FTSE MIB index declined 1.6%, 
Spain's IBEX 35 index dropped 1.9%, and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 1.1% lower. Stocks in Asia were higher across the board, as jitters surrounding the recent turmoil in the U.S. banking sector eased some following the announcement of a rescue package for First Republic Bank. However, uncertainty persists regarding the ultimate impact on the global financial market system. The turmoil has also caused some speculation that this may prompt the Fed to back off of its aggressive monetary policy campaign. Meanwhile, the European Central Bank went ahead with a rate increase yesterday, while the Bank of Japan left rates unchanged as widely expected last week. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop discusses in his article titled, Are You Focused on the Wrong Central Bank? How while investor attention is on the Fed, changes at the Bank of Japan might bring shifts to the economic environment, impacting the global markets. Japan's Nikkei 225 index rose 1.2%, with the yen rising versus the U.S. dollar. China's Shanghai Composite Index increased 0.7%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index gained 1.6%. Meanwhile, Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index nudged 0.4% higher, South Korea's Kospi Index advanced 0.8%, and India's BSE Sensex 30 index traded 0.6% higher. Next week's international economic calendar will include a host of manufacturing and services PMIs from across the globe, as well as China's one-year and five-year loan prime rates, Australia's leading index, Japan's department store sales and PPI, the Eurozone's consumer confidence, along with German PPI, as well as the nation's Zoo Economic Sentiment Survey. The UK will release data on its public sector net borrowing, CPI, PPI, retail price index, and retail sales. In central bank action, the Bank of England will announce its monetary policy decision. That concludes the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Friday, March 17th.